You're listening to WBEZ. We've been talking this summer with residents of a West Side police beat about Chicago's violence. Of the city's near 300 police beats, the one known as 1112 has had the most shootings this year. Sean Childs lives there, and he's the lead youth mentor for a nearby church called River City. He says it's a 24-7 job, and he spends a lot of time walking the streets trying to be a positive presence. WBEZ's Chip Mitchell recently talked to him on his porch overlooking Division Street near a corner where a group of young people were selling weed. I wake up in the morning, 7, 7.30. I walk to the school, camera on across the street, make sure the kids that get there are protective on the school bus. And then I walk from Division to Pulaski. I take Pulaski down to Grand. I walk Grand back east, back to uh, Central Park, and I walk the whole area. So basically what I do is I just try to have a relationship with the kids in the morning or the kids walking the street that they know that I'm safety, that I can protect them and I'm there for them. I have a relationship with the parents and uh, the community people. And my job is just to, you know, if I see somebody trying to sell some kids drugs, I intervene, tell them, you know, don't do that. If I see somebody trying to jump on a kid or assaulting a kid, I intervene. Whatever I got to do to try to save innocent kids, that's what I do. Okay, you're wearing this reflective vest, the kind that we might see on a, on a, construction worker. Tell about that. Well, um, I need to be identified as somebody that's 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 doing something. Let's just say if you look at me, I'm, I'm six foot tall, kind of stocky build, black man. If I walk down one of these streets, you know, the average person look at me, they're going to think that I'm just the average Joe, probably in another gang, or I'm probably coming to do something to them, or I'm a threat, because that's how our community is set up. And if I don't have this green vest on, I might get approached. Who are you? Where you going? You know, or you want to buy some drugs. They might try to sell me something. Or they might even shoot me or do something to me. I might look like somebody that have did something to them, even with the police. I know for a fact that if I didn't walk around with this vest on, I'd be getting pulled over a lot by the police because the community I live in. Stopping frisk and searching me and asking me what I'm doing. But now when the police ride past and they see my vest on, you know, even they salute me or they wave, say hi, or... They just keep going because they figure, you know, oh, he got a green vest on. So it's all a mind thing. It's really a mind thing to show people that, you know, I'm out here doing something positive. I'm not just out here walking the streets. Tell a little bit about your background. Okay, uh, so I grew up um, near Northside, Cabrini Green area. Um, at a young age, I started gang bank, was gang affiliated from age 12. Um, by the time I was 15, I was on my way to prison, turned 17 in prison, doing a gang life. And, um, you know, things just went downhill from there. I chose to be, you know, be a gang affiliated and live my life that way. And um, that was my story for a while. And when did things start to change? Um, I did a couple stints in prison. Um, got out, did about five, six years. I got out of prison, went back within 90 days, still living the same life. Um, as When I went to prison the second time, I realized that I had a child on the way. My first son was born. And that just uh, opened my eyes and woke me up. And I told myself I never want to see my child go through the things I went through. So I decided just to start changing my life at that time um, when my son was born. That was an eye-opener for me. After I got out of prison, you know, I, um, I didn't want kids to go down the same road I was going down. So what I do is I teach kids what's going to happen if they do the things they're doing. I tell them what happened to me as far as being shot, going to prison, and uh, having a horrible life as a result of game banging and doing drugs and selling drugs. So I just give them examples of what I was going through and they, they get through to them. So that's how I start 
saving kids and becoming a mentor in the communities. So you literally walk the streets. Tell me more about that work. I'm being frank and I'm being to the point. I speak straight to the gangbangers. I speak straight to the shooters. I speak straight to the hard, you know, the hardened guys that's on the block. I used to be one of those guys. I, I used to be them. So I, I could talk to them. They understand me. I feel them. They feel me. Every time a young man or a young lady is shot, the narrative is always that um, it was a mistake or, you know, they were shooting at the wrong car. It was at the wrong place at the wrong time. Young girl killed in car. Young boy shot in the head going to school. Uh, older man sitting on the porch shot. Little girl in her bedroom, bullet went through this shot. And every time that happens, it's the same story. It was a mistake. They wasn't attended target. We have to be honest with ourselves these days, Chicago. We gotta be honest with ourselves. A lot of these shoots is the attended target because it's pain causing more pain. You hurt me, I'm gonna do whatever I do to hurt you. It might sound harsh, but it's the truth. So I got tired of hearing that. I got tired of our politicians. You mean, you mean somebody has a beef with somebody, they're yes. gonna go after their kids yes. or, their, or their spouse. Yes, that's exactly what it is because it's like, you cause pain on me, I can't get you, so I'm going to get anybody in your family to cause more pain on you. And that's what it is. So I figured that if I can put the word out and speak to my brothers and sisters, and I can say, look, let the innocent kids live. I'm not, I'm not out here um, preaching as far as, you know, stop all the gangs and stop gang banging. No, I'm out here preaching saying, don't shoot our innocent kids when you're shooting. When you're out here shooting 30 and 40 times, try not to spray one of our little babies up. Try not to shoot one of our young men up. Try not to shoot one of our our brothers that work for the post office or a nine to five job. Try not to kill them because they have nothing to do with it. And it might sound kind of harsh, but that's my message. Well, that is quite a bit different from a lot of the messaging against violence in Chicago is, you know, turn in your guns, stop shooting, um, you know, don't get out of that game. Oh, well, um, we're not trying to get in the business of telling people to throw away your guns because we know that's impossible. We know that Chicago was born on gangs. Chicago was born on a mob and drugs and crime. But what we can do is talk to these guys on the street, the guys that's doing the shooting, the guys that's selling the drugs, the guys that commit the crime, and we can let them know that, listen, you have kids. Try not to shoot innocent kids or innocent mothers. You know, watch what you're doing, what you're doing. Whatever I got to do to get that message out, that's what I'm going to do. That's Sean Childs, an anti-violence worker in Chicago, speaking with WBEZ's Chip Mitchell. This is WBEZ.